Yeah! Driving with Joe, May 18, 2019. What do you know? What do you say? May 18, Saturday morning, 6.46 a.m. as I drive into work. Driving with me. That's how the podcast goes. You know the deal. And oh, God, the Jets mess. We've all been keeping up on this this week. Everyone's hitting me up. They want to hear a podcast from Driving with Joe. And listen, guys, I got to tell you, I was almost punch drunk and in shock when I heard that Mikey Mack, Mike McCagnin, was fired by none other than Christopher Johnson and the Johnson and Johnsons. Not because Mikey Mack sucks. He does suck. I broke down the draft the other day. Everyone's saying, ah, A minuses, B pluses in the New York Post and the Newsday. Driving with Joe with a C minus. All right. I told you, I'm not big on the guy polite. I think the draft reminded me a lot of the Leonard Williams draft where he fell to them and then away you went and no one else played ever again. So we'll break that stuff down in a little bit. But the bottom line is this. The timing couldn't be worse. Because the Jets, unlike the Chiefs from a few years ago, who did the same exact thing and they fired that GM in June, the Jets just have this stigma. The Jets have, you know, we deal with this as Jet fans. We're the laughing stock. And finally, we were climbing out of that thanks to Dave Gettleman and the Giants. And all of a sudden, we go right back to being the laughing stock. So let's break this down. Gase and McCagnin don't like each other. They never had, they never will. All right? I don't even know if McCagnin could really take the credit, if that's what you want to call it, for hiring Gase. It might have been more of a Johnson decision anyway. Because the Johnsons, whether it's Woody or Chris, do not know how to set up a football structure and leadership. Period. Period. Might be the same thing in their own company, the Johnson & Johnsons. But we've said it for years, when the head coach has a direct line to the owner and the GM has a direct line to the owner and one doesn't answer for the other, you have problems. And when you don't win, what do you think is going to happen? You're the coach and you can go directly to the owner and you start losing. Guess what? You're going to save your own ass and you're going to say it's the GM. Oh, look what the guy is drafting. The guy couldn't get my guy. The guy couldn't sign the free agent fire the GM and if the team's losing and you're the GM you turn around and you say to the owner hey listen I have these scouts you trust these scouts don't you you hire me to do a job don't you I'm getting people I'm, I'm getting the best draft picks that are out there I'm getting the best trades and the best signings this guy can't coach and in that structure alone everyone's out to save their own ass it was the same thing on the Bulls it's the same thing under Gase, and Gase struck while the iron was hot. He struck while the iron was hot. He got McCagney the hell out of there because Gase knew if Gase took this team with Le'Veon Bell and a second-year Sam Donald and C.J. Mosley and Greg Williams, and they were not 9-7, and 10-6 for a run in the playoffs, he was going to lose a ton of juice with the Johnsons. He knew that. Right now, he's the quarterback whisperer, which I told you when they hired Gase, is a fucking joke. It's a joke. Look at Adam Gase's career. Not to rehash what I said months ago, and I did finish it with saying, hey, listen, he's the head coach. 
Let's let's just hope for the best. And I, I'm still kind of in that boat, but this guy has done nothing. He does not earn the right to be GM, but no one else is in the building that can do it. So people say, what does Adam Gase earn? Nothing. You're absolutely right. Adam Gase does not deserve to be the Jets interim GM. Who else are you giving it to? There is no one left in the building. Go back to last year when everyone was screaming to get Bowles fired. I was screaming for it for three years. But in season, who are you going to hand it to? There is no one else in the building. There was no one else on the sideline. No one else was qualified. Gase isn't qualified, but he's a pulse. There's no one else there in the building. That's how inept the leadership is. That's how little or it's non-existent that they have football minds. So everyone wants to yell and scream that Gase is the interim GM. I get it. The guy hasn't earned a damn thing, but who else are you giving it to? Name me the person that's in the building right now. Because if you're going to fire McCagnan, you got to have a plan. And the Johnson sure as hell aren't going to be interim GM. They're not going to be a la Jerry Jones. They don't know what the hell they're doing. So, I, I mean, you know, Gase is the only other football guy. You're not going to give it to Greg Williams. There, there's no other football guys in this organization. It's a disgrace. That goes down to the Johnsons. Whether you like what Gase did, Sam Bagan, McCagnan or not. It comes back to the Johnsons and their structure and their lack of leadership. And nothing has changed since we've talked about the Johnsons. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. So away you go. And I told you with Gase, you look at this whole quarterback whisper of bullshit. In Chicago, we had Jay Cutler. He goes to Miami. What does he do? He begs Jay Cutler to come to Miami. What whisperer? Ryan Tannehill was supposed to be, let's say, an above-average quarterback. He regressed under Adam Gase. So believe me, just like I broke down months ago when they hired the guy and I wanted McCarthy. Go back to the driving with Joe. Oh, well, McCarthy, his players didn't like him. Gase is hated. No one likes Gase. His players hated him. Oh, McCarthy only won one ring. At least he won one. Dan Marino had Hall of Fame coaches. He never won one. Dan Marino. And people still, oh, well, McCarthy would have been terrible. I understand we have Gase now. It's crying over spilled milk. That's how dumb people are. Dumb. Oh, he only won one with Aaron Rodgers. McCarthy only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. How many Dan Marino win? With Shula and Jimmy Johnson. How many? Stupid. How many Jim Kelly win? How many? Give me a break. So now we got this guy because we got in bed with him four months ago. And he's Sandbag McCagnan. What are you going to do? Is anyone really that upset about it? McCagnan sucks. He sucks. He has sucked. He always will suck. He sucks. McCagnan's draft picks are brutal. 
2015 Leonard Williams. He is the only starter from the 2015 draft. Everyone else has been cut. Devin Smith, Molden, Petty, Harrison, Deion Simon cut. 2016, he reaches for Darren Lee. And I'll talk about that trade in a second. Hackenberg, second round cut. Jenkins, third round starter. Burris, cut. Shell, we don't know. He gets the punter. And, and, and Sharon Peak. Backup special teams. 2017, Jamal Adams. He follows it up with Marcus May with Dalvin Cook on the board. You've heard me say it since I've been blue in the face. A Darius student in the third round cut. Chad Hansen cut. John Leggett. Special teams. Dylan Donahue cut. Maguire. Special teams. Derek Jones. Special teams. Jeremy Clark. Joke. 2018, Sam Donald, obviously. Nathan Shepard. Backup, special teams, Chris Herndon, starter, Perry Nickerson, backup, Foley, backup, Trent Cannon, backup, this year, Quentin Williams and a bunch of bums, I mean, this guy, you're going to say Quentin Williams going to be a starter, this guy, Mike McCagden, has had five years of drafting. 15, 16, 17, 18, now 19. Five. And we're only going to have five starters on this roster opening day from those five drafts. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. When on average, with the seven rounds, you're getting 35 draft picks. Five of them are starters. Five. Ten of them have been cut. More of his draft picks have been cut than they have been starters. And you're going to tell me, well, Joe, we all know McCagnan sucked. We all know that's not why we're upset. We're upset about the timing. Listen, I get it. Makes us look stupid. You have this guy do the draft. And again, it goes on Johnson. Christopher Johnson, what a fucking embarrassment. You want to come out and say, oh, well, his quote, unquote, well, you know, after diving deeper into the organization, I realized we had bigger problems than I thought. After, well, I'm, I'm sorry, Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. When did you take over? Yesterday? What the fuck have you been doing for the last two years? You're going to dive in now? In May of 2019? Where your asshole brother Woody you know, has been non-existent now for a year and a half, two years. What have you been doing besides going to your freaking owner's box and watching a game once in a blue moon? What are you doing? You're diving in now, a year and a half later, when you wanted to take over for Woody and you had all these nice quotes and bring the team back and blah. How can you even comment on this team when you don't know this team? How can you comment on football when you don't know football? So Gase is a scumbag, yes. He's been a scumbag his whole life. What do you want? You see this guy with his hat off? He's got to be an asshole. He looks like with his fucking eyes. He's probably made fun of his whole life. So he's an asshole. Okay, fine. Who cares? 
I don't care, win games. But this is a scumbag move, what he did to McCagnan. Fine. At the end of the day, I blame the Johnsons. Period. End of story. It's all said and done. Going forward, Joe Douglas, okay, who Adam Gase has a relationship going back to the Chicago Bears days, has gotten a lot of credit for what the Eagles have done lately. He might be available from the Eagles. You got these reports coming out now that Le'Veon Bell may get traded. Let me tell you something. Unfortunately, in in this day and age, in this New York media, there are so many fake stories out there, fake news if you want to call it, but when it gets pumped out and pumped out and pumped out, it then gains traction. Perception becomes reality after a while. Do I think the Jets can trade Le'Veon Bell? No, I don't. I don't know. Adam Gase is running the show. Adam Gase. Somebody wanted to give two first-rounders for Le'Veon Bell right now. You think Adam Gase does it? Maybe. Probably, yes. He does it. And that kills everything. That kills everything. The whole vibe. They're already killing the vibe because of these stupid stories being leaked out, whether they're true or not. Jamal Adams been working hand-in-hand with Le'Veon Bell, getting this guy ready. They got the juices flowing, the commercials, the promos. And now this shit goes down and they want to leak out that Gase doesn't like you. So Le'Veon Bell's got to walk in. Not that we got to baby the guy, but he's a head case to begin with. He's walking in to everything now, into that building with a head coach who didn't want to pay him the money he thinks he's worth. How stupid are we to let this get out? If this is true. How stupid. C.J. Mosley as well. How stupid. McCagnan finally signed some people. He's got to pay a little extra because we're the New York Jets. So we got to pay a little extra than other teams. You got to understand that. You have to understand that. I've accepted that as a Mets fan. I understand that. You want to go to the Yankees for $10 million? The Mets are going to have to pay you 15. That's just the way it is. But if we want you bad enough, here's the 15. It's the same thing with the Jets. I mean, we haven't won in 60 years. 60! Oh, 50, whatever. And give me a break. All right, enough. Adam Gase is running this, and it is what it is. And at the end of the day, if he does a bad job and he hires his boy Douglas, or now reports Peyton Manning, they're going to put in like an Elway role, whatever it is, if the Jets lose and suck, we're rerunning this cycle in three to four years anyway. So as much as this is an embarrassment, as much as the timing is wrong, as much as Gase is an asshole, as much as McCagnan probably had it coming, as much as Chris Johnson, which is the biggest problem here, him or Woody, doesn't matter. They have no fucking idea what they're doing. The bottom line is this. If this doesn't work, whatever this shit show ends up being, we have a new head coach and a new GM again in four years. And then we'll see if the Johnson and Johnsons finally learn from their mistakes. Let's see how deep Chrissy's going to dive into the franchise. What a joke. Jets mess is back just when we thought we were on the right track. What a disaster. Adam Gase's eyes. And you know, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN said the guy looked high. 
when he when he did his press conference. You know what? I agree. The whole thing's from fucking shambles. The whole thing. Hey, everything's up for grabs. Le'Veon Bell could be traded. C.J. Mosley could be traded. Who knows? Adam Gase is running the show. Because there's no other football people in the building. So your choices are worse or nothing. Those are your choices. At the end of the day, it's Chris Johnson and Woody Johnson's fault. I seal it.